This is the Dallas Morning News. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's Tuesday, September 26th. Today's forecast calls for an abundance of sunshine with a high of 94 and a low of 70. Here are today's headlines. Former top deputies to Ken Paxton involved in a whistleblower lawsuit against the attorney general want the Texas Supreme Court to give them their day in court in a civil case against their former boss. In their first public comments since Paxton was acquitted of all impeachment charges, four whistleblowers said at a Capitol press conference on Monday that the Texas Senate failed to provide justice in the impeachment trial. They are hoping for a different result in a real court. James Brickman, a former deputy attorney general for policy, said, Although political pressure may have thwarted justice this month, we will continue our fight. He and three other former high-ranking officials at the attorney general's office filed a whistleblower suit in late 2020, alleging Paxton retaliated against them for reporting him to the FBI. They allege the attorney general illegally used the office to benefit friend and campaign donor Nate Paul, who is now under indictment on federal bank fraud charges. In other news, Democrats angling for Senator Ted Cruz's job largely agree that when it comes to gun violence, solutions start with getting him out of office. Dallas Congressman Colin Allred said Cruz seems to think there's nothing that we can do to save lives and that there's no steps necessary or that we can even consider that can help us prevent public places from becoming the next memorial. I just refuse to accept that. State Senator Roland Gutierrez, a leading rival of Cruz, whose district includes Uvalde, spent weeks there consoling parents after a gunman killed 19 children and two teachers at Robb Elementary School, then months trying in vain to turn their anguish into legislation. The shooting changed him, he said. He's not singularly focused on gun violence, but he does come off as a crusader. Most Texans worry about gun violence and school safety. Cruz's challengers see the issue as a vulnerability, though solutions that sell in the primary tend to alienate voters from the other party. Up next, four masked men entered a Fort Worth 18-year-old's home with plans to rob him before he was shot to death late last month, but a newly released arrest warrant affidavit shows a fifth man already inside the residence may have helped set up the crime. Just after noon, August 28th, officers responded to the 3600 block of College Avenue and found John Paul Morin dead inside a bedroom, according to police. He had been shot multiple times. In recent weeks, five suspects have been arrested in the slaying, each facing a capital murder charge. 17-year-old Jamal Sanders, 19-year-old Fernando Fajardo Martinez, 19-year-old Marvin Battles, and brothers 21-year-old Kevion Douglas and 17-year-old Kelton Douglas. Jail records show all remain incarcerated on bonds of $500,000. Eyewitness accounts, surveillance footage, and interviews with the suspects led to the men's arrests. Meanwhile, 
Tony Tempest's family rested their case Friday in the federal civil case against four Dallas police officers accused in his 2016 death. The civil trial spurred by the Tempa family's lawsuit against officers Dustin Dillard, Danny Vasquez, Kevin Mansell, and Raymond Dominguez has featured testimony from each of the officers involved, Tempa's family, use of force, and medical experts. Others are expected to take the witness stand this week. 32-year-old Tony Tempa died August 10, 2016, after he called 911 from the parking lot of a pornography store on Mockingbird Lane and reported he was afraid and unarmed, adding he was off his prescription medication for anxiety and schizophrenia. The Dallas Morning News first reported Tempest's death in a 2017 investigation after police refused to say how a man who called 911 for help ended up dead. In 2019, after a three-year legal battle, the news obtained the officer's body camera footage. The footage, which circulated nationwide, shows him briefly roll toward the curb before officers turn him face down, pin his handcuffed arms behind his back, and zip tie his legs together as he yells for help. And Dallas Parkland Hospital lives with the contradictions of fentanyl every day. For decades, doctors have relied on the opioid to treat patients' pain. But now, illicit use of the drug has become a public health crisis the hospital is trying to combat. Parkland allowed journalists from the Dallas Morning News to see how they handle the drug as part of our month-long reporting series on the fentanyl crisis, which you can check out at dallasnews.com slash deadlyfake. Thanks for listening. And for more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The Big Picture Questions and the Most Interesting Research in Science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.